Apple Tech Incorporated here with episode four of the Apple Tech Incorporated podcast. And the intro music that you guys just heard was from Kevin McClayett at Incompetech.com, where you can download royalty-free music. So today I have some pretty big news, actually, for Apple. Uh, One being that the 30th anniversary of the Mac is coming up pretty soon, and also a few updates that Apple has released in terms of software. So the first headline that I want to show you guys is a update to iMovie that has fixed crashing issues. Uh, On this Apple Insider article, it says that iMovie for Mac version 10.0.2 resolves a total of six issues, the most prominent of which being a bug that would cause the app to quit unexpectedly. The point update fixes a problem that could cause file sharing to fail in a corresponding issue where the share button was left unresponsive. Smaller fixes include a situation where project thumbnails would appear blank and an issue that saw high-resolution photos displayed with a green tinge. Next is iWork for iCloud has gotten an iOS iOS 7-inspired look and also has new document and security features. So, the iWork for iCloud on the iCloud.com website has recently had an update and now the uh, apps for iWork, when you open them, they look a lot more like the 2.0 versions for iOS uh, that are the um, versions on iOS, the 2.0 version, which is the iOS 7 look, and um, the iWork apps on the iCloud.com website now have a more iOS 7 look to them. The interface is more flat, and um, that's pretty cool. I bet a lot of people have been waiting for this update for a long time. Next headline is talking about how Apple has ceded the third OS X Mavericks 10.9.2 beta to developers. It says here that one week following the second OS X Mavericks 10.9.2, Beta release, Apple on Thursday releases a third iteration of developers alongside, or two developers, alongside the latest build of Safari 6.1.2. The latest Mavericks beta carries the designation 13C44 and carries many of the same focus areas on the previous release. Apple is once again asking developers to concentrate on mail, a built-in feature that has caused numerous problems since the operating system's release. As for Safari 6.1.2 C2, the release is compatible with both Lion and Mountain Lion, and Apple requests developers focus on accessibility, autofill, dragging tabs between monitors, general website compatibility, printing and emailing from reader, and extension compatibility. And of course, developers may download this new update on the developer portal for Safari and also the Mac OS X developer portal. Next is a pretty big, big, big headline about Apple TV. Um, There was the new model of Apple TV released recently, but we have new news on Apple TV that is quite exciting. It says here that An update to Apple TV may bring games and controller support, so it could turn Apple TV into its own mini gaming console, possibly, if this is something that will be 
real. It says here that Apple's favorite hobby may soon see a long-awaited update that would add support for iOS games and Bluetooth game controllers, a new report claims. The update could come as soon as March, according to iLounge. Apple engineers are said to be working on adding support for Bluetooth game controllers, which may indicate the refresh would also bring a new fourth-generation hardware platform. Without new hardware, the publication speculates that the set-top box could stream games from iCloud, similar to the ill-fated OIS streaming device. The Apple TV currently features just 8GB of built-in memory used for buffering high-definition video and audio. Rumors of an Apple TV refresh also surfaced ahead of September's iPhone 5S launch event with a tweet from journalist M.G. Seigler that stated, Those excited about a software refresh in a week are going to be really excited when Apple TV hardware is unveiled next month. Unfortunately, that update never materialized. Apple streamer is locked in a neck-and-neck battle for living room share with rival Roku, which already features its own application marketplace. The two devices account for 80% of the set-top market between them. So it doesn't seem like you would necessarily be able to play like console games on it, but you will be able to play iOS games from your Apple TV. And um, that's pretty cool. You can already use your iOS device as a controller using AirPlay mirroring, but this would be an even better experience because you would be able to just play it on your Apple TV without having to AirPlay it. But then again, it doesn't have enough memory to probably process any games on it, so it probably will either, as the article says, stream games from iCloud, or just they will release a new model of Apple TV that will have a bigger amount of memory so that it can support gameplay. Next is a pretty big headline about the iPhone 6, or whatever people want to call it, and it says that Apple is to launch two larger iPhones this year, and also surprisingly scrap the iPhone 5C. It says here that Apple will launch two new iPhone models with larger displays later this year, including one greater than 5 inches, and the company will subsequently discontinue the plastic-backed mid-range iPhone 5C, according to unnamed sources who spoke with the Wall Street Journal. The alleged details on Apple's 2014 smartphone plans include a model with a screen larger than 4.5 inches, while a jumbo-sized iPhone will measure greater than 5 inches diagonally, according to journal reporters Lorraine Luke, Eva Du, and Disak Wikabahisi. I don't know how to pronounce that. Both new models are expected to have design skins akin to the iPhone 5S, while the plastic exterior used on the iPhone 5C will be discontinued, the report claimed. I am actually pretty surprised that Apple is discontinuing the iPhone 5C, but they're probably doing it because, well, the iPhone 5C probably didn't make enough sales because a lot more people have bought the iPhone 5S than the iPhone 5C. And it seems like Apple may just decide to scrap the idea of trying to make a cheaper iPhone and keep iPhones at their regular price. And, um... It seems like it is confirmed that Apple will be releasing two larger screen model iPhones, but we don't know for sure yet. These are just from unnamed sources. Nobody has like some exact information, but apparently these people spoke with the Wall Street Journal, so I'd have to look on their website, the Wall Street Journal's website, to see if that is actually legit and if the Wall Street Journal has actually reported that. Next up is a headline that is talking about how Apple has patented 
has a patent filing that offers a peek at future Sapphire applications. Apple already uses Sapphire a lot in their devices for things such as the Touch ID sensor and also for the camera lens for the camera lens cover. It says here that an Apple patent application describing a method of a of mounting Sapphire to an electronic device was discovered on Thursday, with example implementations possibly revealing how the company plans to employ the exotic material in future products. The U.S. Patent and Trademark Office published Apple's patent application for attachment techniques detailing various methods in which Sapphire can be securely fastened to an electronic device. At its heart, the patent application is a solution for mounting Sapphire to electronic devices. Included in the patent language is a description of Apple's camera lens cover implementation, as well as other more functional uses. For example, Apple notes Sapphire may be attached to a portable device frame as a covered glass for a display. Current iPhones using Corning's Gorilla Glass to protect the important component from scratches and damage, but it is possible that Apple may be looking to incorporate Sapphire in future versions of the smartphone. While Alaminskull glass solutions like Gorilla Glass perform well, certain advanced Sapphire elements can be even more resistant to daily wear and tear. So that'd be interesting to see if the iPhone is completely made out of it were if it has a screen that's completely made out of sapphire a lot of people have been speculating that that is possibly what the iphone 6 could have because apple had recently opened their own sapphire mine in arizona although um looks like from the patent it will include putting sapphire on the screen however that probably will have some consequences such as making the phone more expensive because of all the extra labor of mining the sapphire and also of course it's made It'll probably be mined in the U.S., so that'll probably raise the price even more. And, um, I don't know if this will necessarily raise the price, but that's usually what happens if you make a product that is out of a precious mineral. But anyways, so in the rest of this article says, as for the properties described attachment techniques in one embodiment, an aperture is formed in the sapphire substrate. A second material with a lower melting point, such as metal or plastic, is heated and poured into the aperture. In some cases, the aperture may feature taper walls or securing structures to help hold the second material in place. Once cooled and hardened, the metallic portion can then be used as an attachment point to which other materials are soldered, welded, or otherwise mechanically coupled. Ah, so that's interesting. It seems like the sapphire glass will really be put on there securely, either from soldering or by welding. Either way, it'll be put on pretty pretty good. Oh wait, no. I think that's for the camera lens. I'm not sure if this is for the LCD display. But, um, yeah, that is pretty interesting. But anyways, guys, that's really it for the news. I know this is a, shorter, a bit shorter than the last episode, but I don't really have much else to talk about, but these are definitely some really good headlines. I'm really interested in these. I am really excited to see if the Apple TV does in fact receive the game update, and if there is a new version of the Apple TV release that will bring support for iOS gaming. And also can't wait for Apple's two new iPhones, and by two new iPhones that doesn't mean an iPhone 6 and an iPhone 6C, that only means two models one is larger than the other. But anyways, guys, I hope that you enjoyed listening to this episode of my podcast, and uh, be sure to listen to my other episodes of this podcast, 
And um, yeah, guys, thanks for listening, and I will see you guys in the next episode.